being dedicated, right? I hear all the time, oh, I'm not motivated. I don't have motivation. It's like, girl, I don't wake up motivated. (laughs) I don't wake up with the sun out my ass, you know, like most people think I do because I get on my story and I show up. Hi, Vibers. Today, we're joined with a very special guest. She grew up outside of Kingston, loves organizing, traveling, and is definitely afraid of ladybugs. Please give a warm welcome to Carly Beal. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for coming on. I'm so excited. But I had to ask you, when did your fear of ladybugs start? Was it at a young age? (laughs) That's a great question. I think it was actually probably in my teens. Everyone has this fear of spiders, right? And I think that they're just kind of cute. I don't think that they're very scary at all until I found some ladybugs on a screen door And they have like this hard shell and they have wings and they crawl and they also fly. And they're just, you can't kill them without crunching them. And it's just, they're scary. You know what? When you're talking about that, all I'm thinking is like, maybe ladybugs are not far off from cockroaches because everything you described is a cockroach and I hate those things. (laughs) Yes. It's like they, you think they're pretty, but they're really evil. (laughs) Yes, they are. And if you, if you touch or, or get bitten by what, I think it's like a yellow one, like they're poison. Yes. I mean, spiders are too, but (laughs) that's so funny. I had to ask that because I was like, "Hmm, I've never heard anybody say that they're afraid of ladybugs, but you know, we all have our things. I am terrified of spiders to the point where like I get night terrors that like spiders are falling on me regularly. I don't know what that means. I should probably, you know, look it up in the dream dictionary, (laughs) but it happens all the time. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely a coded message there in that dream. Yes, definitely. So I am so excited to have you on. I usually always start my episodes with kind of talking about how I know my guests. And I think it's so funny because I was working out this morning and as I was getting ready, I'm like, it's crazy that we're in 2023 and like we can just make friends virtually now. Like we can meet people and never actually physically meet them, which is how we met. I think it was through somebody that I knew through dance who you knew through what our topic is about is network marketing. And you came up a couple of times on my feed and I was like, hmm, this girl looks really cool. Like, <laughs> I'm going to follow her. So I just started Aww. following you and, and, you know, asking you just like a bajillion questions that I could about network marketing and the business that you're in, because I just found it so fascinating, but your content your content is chef's kiss, man. Like it's so good. The video that you put out uh, the other day with the smash pass, I was just dying. I'm like, yes, girl, get it. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Honestly, you're such a a huge supporter. I love that for you, for me too. (laughs) And yeah, it's, it's so on brand, right? Because that's kind of how I meet most people through this business. So it was so nice that we were able to connect as well and have like so much in common. And we are so close to each other too. So we'll definitely 
definitely have to plan a coffee date or meet up in person soon. Yes. I was thinking about that too, because I saw your Valentine's Day thing that you posted about and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, Peter Bro is way farther than I thought to me. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe not because it's a weekday, but yeah, we have to plan something where we get together, go for coffee, meet halfway or something. Or if you ever come to the city, you know, you know where to find me. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, since that's how we've met, our topic today that we're going to talk about is network marketing. So you are so very well-versed in this topic, which is why I thought you would be amazing to have on. So can you tell us exactly what is network marketing and how you got started? Yeah. So network marketing is essentially like direct sales or online sales, or just basically using your social kind of people, you know, I guess, to build a business around products and within a company. So I'm part of an amazing company, but I get to build my own business within inside that. So we basically build a team and a client base and earn all kinds of bonuses, commission and earn trips, vehicles. So it's a super awesome. I feel like it's so non-traditional, which is why not many people know about it or are skeptical of it because right. it's not your traditional job, but it gives so many people opportunity to work from their phone or to make an income on top of their, you know, nine to five or your, or your main job. So that was, was super appealing to me before I got started. I was working two part-time jobs, basically 10 to 10. I was working my first job 10 to about four. And then I would race to my second job and work about five, five to 10, probably (laughs) most days. So it was super exhausting and just not fulfilling. So I was in this kind of you know, rut about where I wanted to go moving forward. I had been to college twice. You go to school for So I went for the first year to business admin for the sole reason of wanting to be my own boss. How fitting is that? I love that. Yeah. My mom was like, oh, like, what do you want to do? Like accounting, marketing? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to be my own boss. Yeah. Um, What a good way to start though. Exactly. So that kind of, you know, really ties into what I'm doing now anyway. But then I switched over and I went into graphic design. So I had definitely this creative side to me as well. And I just didn't know really what I wanted to do with it. But I thought the digital aspect of design was so cool. So yeah, I did both of those and it didn't really end up being anything that I wanted to pursue long term. So I went back to my serving job and that's when I was working that 10 to 10 and I got a message on Instagram from a stranger who said, Hey, have you ever considered, you know, being part of a network marketing company or, or selling um, hair care products? Right. And I had never heard of anything like this. Right. So my first reaction was like, hell yeah, like get me involved <laughs> in this immediately. I really just didn't, I didn't have, you know, the choice really to turn down opportunities like this. So I was going to run with it regardless. But then her and I got on the phone. And the more that I heard about this, I was just like, this is right up my alley. You know, it's beauty. It's a little bit of creative design. It's business. It's like everything that I want for myself that I didn't even know I wanted because I didn't know an opportunity like this was even available. Right. So her and I got on the phone another a week later, I think, and I was ready to enroll. I signed up that day and I just kind of hit the ground running. You know, I knew that this was going to be something really special for me. So I gave it everything. I quit my serving job within three months. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah. And you know, the rest is history. I've been in it now for almost five years. Yeah. I was going to ask what year did you uh, start doing it? 
it was it was summer 2018. And see, it's interesting to hear that because I had a girlfriend that started doing it. She lives in Calgary uh, doing the same thing, the same business. And I don't remember when it was, but maybe it was around the same time about 2018. And she started telling me about it. And I was like, I've never heard anything about this. I've never heard of network marketing. And even influencers at that time were not really like massive. Like it was people starting to get into the industry. So when she was telling me about it, I was very skeptical. Like, I'm like, this seems like weird. Like, I don't know. I'm like the only thing that I, that I knew about that, I guess you could say was network marketing, but not at this level and definitely not in the social media world would have been Mm -hmm. like old school, Mary Kay pampered chef, and then kind of trailing into the Arbonne and the Arbonne was still like very, very like low key, not a lot of people knew about it. So I, I wasn't sure what I thought, but it's interesting because you got in probably around the same time that she did. And to know what it was then to see what it is now is like Mm -hmm. night and day, like the business itself has grown and has become like flooded on my Instagram. Like I know so many people that do the same thing and more people that are doing network marketing with other businesses. And then obviously like influencers, but it's really cool to hear that your journey has came full circle because you say you went to school for business admin and being a digital creator or wanting to get into that kind of that space of that and not thinking you were going to pursue it. And now you're full circle where like those two things are literally what you're doing every single day. So I hope that that feels like a really good accomplishment for you because it's hard when you go into school and I know more people than not go into school with some sort of idea of what they want to do. And like, I'm sure you can relate. So many people do not pursue what they ended up going to mm-hmm. school for. And you kind of question, you're like, did I waste this time? But you did it. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And you know what, after I graduated from these two courses, I definitely did think that I wasted my time because I, I, I was for even from a young age, I was so lost. So, yeah. so lost on, on not only like what I wanted to do for a career path, but like just who I was as a person, you know, and, and when you can mesh those two, it's just such a beautiful thing. And I feel like that's really what I've done here is just kind of come out as a, as a, who I am truly as a person within this industry. So that's such a, such a beautiful feeling for sure. And it's so funny that you mentioned like the Mary Kay and like the pampered chef and all this stuff, because I think that we were so, especially our generation, we were so accustomed to this you know, mom or grandma type of type of company. Like my mom did Pampered Chef, you know, all of my aunts did Mary Kay or Avon, right? Avon, yep. Not saying anything negative about them at all. I love a lot of their products and stuff, but it is just such a, like an out of touch kind of, the industry has modernized basically yes. is what I'm trying to say so, so much. And I think Monate has done a fantastic job at modernizing that, right? So Monate actually stands for modern nature. So I love that about our company is that we are so forward thinking and that's why we took social media by storm right we weren't going to do the door to door or the cold calling yep you know we took advantage of an industry that was already booming and just implemented our business into that and that's why we've seen you know the massive growth that we have yeah and it is really really true it is a modern day type of thing because if you think of like Avon and Mary Kay pampered chef, those sort of things were, it's just who, you know, you, you get your friends to kind of come and try the products and stuff, but 
I mean, I'm sure back then it was pretty successful, but implementing what network marketing is into social media is really up and coming because every single person has a phone. Like even young kids have a phone and grandmas, like they're even on, like I have my aunts that are, you know, in their late sixties, they're on social media, they're on the Facebook, they're on Instagram, like they're all over that stuff. So it's, it's kind of linking all these different age groups that maybe were not linked before and being able to kind of get that message across and being able to meet more people. Because again, going back to the Mary Kay and the Avon, it was only who you knew where social media, like you and I complete strangers didn't know each other before social media. And it was an opportunity for us to kind of get to know each other and see that we have commonalities, see that we have things in common and also, you know, grow our hair. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. So you're currently working as well. So you're doing this full time, but you're working part time. Yeah. So pretty part-time at a tanning salon, which I love. It's so, it's such an amazing job and it does allow me to work my business kind of at the same time. So that's awesome. And you know, this is like the beauty of the networking part is when people come into the salon, they say to me, oh my gosh, your hair is so beautiful or it's so shiny or, you know, like how do you get it to grow? And I'm able to kind of make connections that way and share, you know, the, the products and the business with people through my side job. I love that so much. And, and I want to know what, in your opinion, like how, how do you become successful in network marketing? Like what, what makes somebody successful in this sort of business? That's a loaded question. And I just want to start by saying it's not for everyone. Right. It does take a certain type of person, just like any other job. Like, you know, it takes a certain type of person to be a nurse or to yep. be a teacher. Like me, I don't have that in me. No, um, I don't have that you know, in me either. I don't have the patience for kids and I faint when I see blood. So me you too, know, girl. <laughs> it's just not, you know, not something that I was cut out for. So, you know, as as much as the network marketing opportunity is available to everyone, yep. it doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone or that, you know, they are the right person kind of for the job. So I would just say personality wise, you have to be outgoing. You have to get, want to get to know people. You have to want to show up, show your face, talk, you know, your voice is so valuable. Your face is so valuable. I talk a lot about personal branding within your business and it's not just, you know, promoting product or trying to make sales. It's showing you who you are as a person, how the products fit into your life, how the opportunity fits into your life as a person, right? People buy from people. That's why we don't use billboards anymore. And ads, you know, regular company ads don't work as effectively because there's no person behind it. True. I never thought of it like that. The person like selling the products or the person talking about the products makes such a difference because if, if Beyonce is coming on the television and she's telling me that I need to, you know, buy, I don't even know. I should say Jennifer Aniston, smart water. I'm like, shit, Jennifer Aniston drinks smart water. Maybe I should too. So it's very true. Well, it's that then that's just the thing too, is you can't trust celebrity status anymore because they get paid to do this. And so do we, but it's genuine because you know that we use the product, you know, Kim, Kim K does not use a vino, you know, it's just like as much as you can put that face on the commercial and you really do need the no like trust factor that you have with someone who's an average Joe like me. (laughs) 
you know, and that's just the thing is a lot of people, the majority of people in this business are the average Joe. And that's just so amazing that you can build something so substantial for yourself just with kind of your, who you are and, and, and your drive and ambition to show up. That's another huge aspect of being successful in network marketing is being consistent, being dedicated, right? I hear all the time, oh, I'm not motivated. I don't have motivation. It's like, girl, I don't wake up motivated. (laughs) I don't wake up with the sun out my ass, you know, like most people think I do because I get on my story and I show up like that. Because yes, that's how that's how I wire myself going through my day. So I don't wake up motivated. I wake up with a really, really strong why, why I'm doing this. I wake up with a strong goal, what I'm headed towards, right? And I wake up with a strong vision of my future, of what I want for myself. And that's not going to happen by sitting on my ass. So that's just the, you know, the kind of mindset that I have around it. And I think, you know, the 80% of this business is mindset. Get yourself in some pretty dark places if you are not seeing enrollments right away or if no one's yep. reaching out, no one wants to join you. Like, like it's business. That's yep. showbiz, baby. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen overnight, but you have to be dedicated and just kind of stick it out. So I was telling my team the other day as well, I had someone join me as a customer last week who has been watching me since the day I joined. Wow. Four and a half years ago, more than that. Right. So for someone to join and be a week, a month, three months in and be like, oh, no one's joining me. It's like, girl, I've been in this for almost five years and people are still joining me that have been watching me since day one. Imagine if I gave up. Yeah. And it's, it's so true. You know what? I think that the biggest thing that you're saying that I'm taking away is it takes somebody with like drive and ambition because I I feel like sometimes, and even with like social influence and like, even with me with podcasting, sometimes people go into these things being like, oh yeah, it's easy. Like I don't really have to do anything, but like things like this, like take a lot of work, a lot of effort. And whether you decide that you want to do it full-time or part-time, that doesn't matter because at either, at either ends of the spectrum, you need to give it all of your effort all the time and have that drive. And if you don't have that drive, you won't be successful, but that's just like, that's just like any other job. If you go into a job every single day and you do the exact same thing, but expect a different outcome, then like you're, you're working with blinders. Like your, your expectations are not what they should be because if you don't put effort into what you're doing, you will stay stagnant. You will be in the same place. You will get nowhere. And like the simplest thing, Rome wasn't built in the, in in a day. Like Mm -hmm. it, it takes time. It takes effort. And people may look at you and say, okay, yeah, you have all these people behind you. You're so successful, but they don't always know the inner workings of how much effort it takes. You, you may be looking like, okay, I'm posting like a post here, a couple posts here. Like I'm posting a bunch on my story, but there's so much more that goes into it. There's scheduling. If you want to do photo shoots or even just doing your own photo shoots, creating content, like If anybody wants to be in an industry that's surrounded with social media, the only way to be successful is to batch create content. And we know that that's the only way that you're doing it. And if you're not preparing and you're not creating all of these things and constantly, even in like you're doing uh, the tanning salon, but even me, I'm working full time. 
every day, all day, I am thinking of ways that I can improve ways that I can make better. The more posts that I can do, I am literally sitting and creating content in my brain all day being like, Oh, I should do this, this, and this. And Mm -hmm. if you're not in that mentality, You won't go anywhere with any sort of business, with social media, with being a a podcaster, a musician, uh, network marketing, anything that's surrounded by this platform that needs interaction. It's so, so important. And I've even found with me, I I knew going into my podcasting that obviously I'm going to have episodes coming out every other week, but if I'm not posting something on my story Every single day, my engagement's going to go down and you need to keep people engaged. You need to make people remember you and, oh yeah, Viola has a podcast or, oh yeah, Carly has a business. Like you need to make people think about you and put it in their face all the time. Otherwise things will just stay stagnant. Things won't. And that's just, that's just it. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Like I, most of my shifts at the salon right now are 11 to seven. Like that's hefty for me, right? I get up and I do Pilates in the morning. I work for an hour and a half and then I go do my 11 to seven. And I am thinking about my business all day. When I get off at seven, I can't wait to go home and work my business, to create content, to get on my story, to show my face, to talk to you guys. Like I can't wait to do that. And if you don't have that drive, then you just don't have it. You know, you really have to love what you do. And I tell people all the time, it doesn't matter if you have eight hours a day to do this or one hour a day, but you have to take the time that you do have and give that 100%. So if you have an hour a day, you better, you know, shut your phone off, get undistracted and give that hour your full effort, right? It doesn't matter how much you time, how much time you have, just the dedication that you put into it. I I think that it's at the end of the day, it's about showing up and showing up for what you want, showing up for what you believe in. And we can even tie this into working out. Look, you've already started doing Pilates. You were like, oh, I'm such not like a workout girly. We've had these conversations. You're like, I'm not a workout girly. Like I want to be, but like, I just don't have the time, the energy. I just don't want to do it. And all you did is you made one day, you made the decision to show up for yourself and change that and said, I'm going to be a workout girly. I'm going to be somebody that goes to Pilates. And not only am I going to be somebody that goes to Pilates, I'm going to go at 730. So (laughs) you're showing up and you're so consistent. And whether you're doing it uh, every day or every couple days, like it takes, it takes motivation. It takes drive. It takes yourself showing up because you're the only person that can make those changes, whether it's in your business or in your personal life. And it takes a certain kind of person and not everybody can do it. And that is what it is at the end of the day. It is what it is. And I just remembered what I was going to say. I was going to actually make a reel on this saying, stop calling your business a side gig. Yes. I'm so tired of it. it. I don't care if it's not your your first income, if it is maybe your secondary income, but it's not a side gig. It is a business yep. and it deserves that respect and it deserves the same time and effort that you're going to put into anything else. Yep. And it's so true. And you know what? I, 
I don't say that my podcast is my side hustle either. Cause like, I'm not monetizing from this. Like I'm not making any money, but when people ask me about my podcast, I'm like, it's my passion project because I have so much passion for this. And I, and I try to actively make an effort every single day to do something. And maybe I'm not always, you know, thinking about the next podcast episode, but normally I am, but (laughs) even if I'm posting stuff on my social media, I'm all about podcasts pop culture like I thrive in the disgusting things that I read (laughs) celebrities so that's my thing and I'm like you know what maybe I can't sit and post something that I can link people to my podcast about every single day but even if I'm posting about pop culture and things that I'm like oh my god this is crazy the bachelor like whatever I'm still getting people engaged and it is my passion project I went from listening to podcasts like every single day to one day just being like, Hmm, maybe I want to start a podcast and not knowing where to start. And I have self-taught myself. I haven't had uh, mentoring when it comes to podcast. I, I haven't, you know, read books on it. I just, I, I've read some stuff online, but I just went, okay, I want to do this. And I made it happen. And I'm going to be next month. It's going to be a year since I started thinking about my podcast. And then April, it'll be a year since I started putting out content and you just have to, you have to put your effort into it. And yeah. like, like you said, like, don't say it's a, high, a side hustle. It is like your, your business. It's your passion project. It's whatever you make it to be. Exactly. And you know, I'm really big on mindset and and what you, what words you use to condition the way you think. And I think that that's, it's just a, um, coping mechanism or a protective thing that your brain does to call it a side hustle. It just downplays the severity of it or you know how much respect it deserves and it's like it you can do it on the side without you know making that mental connection that it's a side gig that it's a lesser that it's a second option right because if you do want to build a successful business alongside your main job or income you do have to give it that time and effort and I just started reading, I forget, James Clear's Atomic Habits. I, I love that book. <laughs> I have never, I, so many people have told me how good it is. And yes. I can't read, like, I can't sit in front of a book and listen to it. But audiobooks are going to be like my best friend now because I love podcasting. I just plug in a headphone, listen to podcasts. So now I'm going to do audiobooks. And just like even something like that book, Atomic Habits, is a perfect example of how you can be successful in anything that you put effort into it because all it takes is just a little bit of effort every single day. And that's what makes you successful. It doesn't have to be all day. Messy action. I love that you were saying that you were thinking about this podcast and then you just did it. You didn't know how to start or you didn't have anyone mentoring you or giving you tips. You just start. Messy action is how you get things done. And then it's like a cycle. Okay. So you start, you do, you know, a little bit of messy action and then it it kind of breeds results. And then your results breed confidence. And then your confidence breeds more action. So it's just an endless cycle of like doing more, being better and just, you know, improving by one percent every day. I know. And I love that. And I never in a million years thought that like I would be a podcaster. But once I kind of even put it out to like my friends, I was like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. So many people were like, oh, yeah, I could totally see that. And that had 
breeded so much confidence in me where they're like, yeah, you could do that. I think you'd be good at it. And I'm like, wow, people actually think that this is something I can do. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it good. (laughs) It's crazy how, how other people see like stuff in you before you do. Like I have girls join my team who are like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And I'm like, girl, I'm telling you from five years of experience, from what I see of you, you can kill it. Like you can crush it. And it's crazy how we see that in people before they see it in themselves. I know it is so true. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit on some questions. So anytime I have a guest come on, I always send out my pre-podcast questions, especially since honestly, a lot of my guests have been people that I've met virtually. So I don't know a crazy amount of them. So it's an opportunity for me to gain a little bit more about you. And one of the questions that I always ask is who is the most influential person in your life? And I've seen so many different answers to this, but your answer specifically really, really piqued my interest. And I really want to talk about it because like I read it and I was like, okay, I'm obsessed. Like this is the best answer I've ever seen. And now (laughs) I'm going to tell people that this is my answer when they ask me. Right. When I asked you who your most influential person is, you said future me. And I just want, I just want to hear more about that. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm going to get emotional talking about this. So I'm going to try to hold myself together. (laughs) But here's the thing with me. I don't know how to properly explain this to the extent that my heart feels it. But when I think about influential people, I think immediately of trying to be someone you're not. So as as much as there's many people, especially women in my life, who I look up to for certain aspects or, or certain ways that they handle certain things, there's not one being as a whole that I that I, you know, put on a pedestal. And I think that's healthy. I think, you know, that sometimes we as women get way too trapped in trying to be someone we're not or looking up to someone too much where we we start to kind of mirror stuff that they do. And in network marketing, especially, you have to be your own person and you have to like be your own brand. And the, the best way to do that is to stay in your lane and not consume too much of what everyone else is doing or, or who other people are, or how they speak or how they, you know, put their hair up. I don't know. Just all these little things that you don't realize are are becoming part of you that isn't actually you. So when I think of, you know, the most inspirational person to me, the the woman that I look up to the most, it's future me. It's, It's the woman that I know I am and the woman that I'm becoming little by little every day because that's what's, that's what keeps me going when I wake up, you know, and I have that vision and determination and and dedication and all those things. It's for future me. It's for my future family, my, my future lifestyle, like the woman that I I'm becoming. And I think that, you know, self-love journey is just really important and I don't want to ever lose that part of me. So I don't know if that's like conceited at all, or if that's, you know, (laughs) I don't think so at all. I think that honestly, that was beautiful. I'm like, I wanted to cry. <laughs> I, have goose, I have goosebumps because like, I think Aww. that that's such a, a beautiful thing and such a beautiful way of looking at that because you're right. Like when people say like who their most influential person is like, is that somebody that like you're trying to be? And like, it's great to see things in other people that you're like, oh, I like that. And mm-hmm. like, oh, that would be nice if I was more like that. But like, you should 
you should be looking inner and be like, I want to be the best version of myself. And I feel like that that's what that answer was for you is being like, yeah, the most influential person is future me because I'm going to be the best person for myself. And that's going to look like, however, I need it to look like for myself instead of being like, oh, I want to be like Beyonce or you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, where I mean, I haven't had anybody answer it like that, but it's usually like, oh, like my aunt or my mom or my friends or my boyfriend. And I think saying future you is just something that honestly just made me feel very inspired. Like I was like, wow, like I, I love that because I want to constantly every day work towards being the best version of myself. And, and that is me working towards future me. And in five years, I'm sure I'm going to look at me right now and be like, damn, she was amazing, but like, I'm even better and I'm getting better. And I just, I don't know. It was just such a beautiful answer that I'm like, I can't, I can't not talk about that. But anyways, I just couldn't ignore that. I I had to bring that up because it was just so amazing. And every time I look at you, I'm going to be like, she's working hard on future her. And I love it. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. It's so good. So let's talk about now more about network marketing and COVID. So I just want to know if you, if you think that since COVID that network marketing has spiked and more people are interested in it because COVID just made everybody question everything about themselves and about what they were doing for work and their future. And the greatest part about network marketing that's always been appealing to me is it's giving you that freedom of working from anywhere. And some jobs, you know, people were allowed to work remotely, but not everybody's job. And some of us kind of had that taste of what it's like to be able to work from anywhere and then got that quickly pulled away. So do you think that it's spiked and it's gotten more popular during that time and since? Yes, absolutely. I do. From probably 2020, the early 2020, when when COVID first, you know, hit us hard to about mid 2021. So almost two years, but like not quite. (laughs) I feel like we started to fall at the end of 2021. But that was probably the most insane time in history for network marketing companies. And I know Monate specifically. Everyone was ranking. Everyone was making you know, double what they were before. It was insane. And the truth about that is that it's not normal, right? So we almost got accustomed to having our business kind of operate to this, you know, great extent. And then when COVID kind of started to dwindle a little bit and the world started to open back up, we definitely took a fall, (laughs) which is, which is, you know, to be expected because everyone who joined, I'm not, okay, I'm going to take that back. Not everyone. The majority of people who joined throughout COVID were looking for a quick fix. Yep. And that's just not the reality of this business. Like I'm sure, you know, that they were able to jump in, make a a couple hundred dollars, if not a couple thousand. And that's amazing, but they didn't have the grit to stick it out because they hadn't been in any of the hard times of business. All they saw was up, up, up right? All they saw was growth. And they thought that that was the norm. So when people started to leave the company after, you know, their job getting back open or something like that, we all just kind of felt this collapse a little bit. But the truth is, it wasn't a collapse. It was just getting back to how we normally operated before. And, you know, my mentor always says people were, or what did she say? Fish are jumping into our boat. And that was, (laughs) that was really what was happening. 
throughout those couple of years is we didn't even really have to try to recruit anymore or to, you know, work as hard as we do because people were jumping on opportunities to work online yep. and people were jumping on, on sales through, you know, something that, like shampoo that can just be shipped to their doorstep. Right. So the sales were insane. The recruits were insane. And then, yeah, everyone just kind of felt the shift in the way that, you know, regular business operates and they jumped ship. So I really, you know, have a new appreciation for how business works because I understand that it's a roller coaster. It has to go down to go back up and vice versa. So I think that the people who are still here in 2023 are going to experience a new level of growth. It's going to be something so special that we've never seen before because we've experienced it all. We've seen the high highs, we stayed through the low lows, and now we have grit right? We have what it takes to operate business through any season. Yeah. And then you're going to probably people are going to feel a little bit more like successful too, because they're going to be like, oh, I can thrive in what I thought was not normal, but is normal. And I can still be successful in this business when things are what seems like slower, but they're actually normal. And, and I'm not surprised that that happened because Mm -hmm. like I went from seeing a little bit of network marketing pre COVID to all of a sudden it was like, everybody on my social media is doing it. But a lot of those people also fell off because Mm -hmm. those people, maybe they just weren't cut out for it. Right. Like it's just And maybe they were, but they just had the wrong mindset around it. Like, it's not a quick fix. It's not a get rich quick thing. You know, maybe it was during COVID because (laughs) we were all just kind of, you know, experienced the same thing. But that's just not how business works. You do have your ups and your downs. And I feel like if you don't have the capacity to stick through that, then you just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people went into it with this idea of like, this is going to be easy. I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm not going to have to do a lot of work. And that's just not true. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, in reality, just like the way that I am as a person, like, it's great when things come easy, but it also gets really boring when it's always easy. I want challenge. Like, listen, I started in 2018 and I've seen some shit. Okay. Like (laughs) COVID was nothing. All right. Like there, I have seen it all with this company and I will never leave ever. Ever. I I don't, I don't care what, if we go through, we are in a friggin' recession, but if we go through the worst things, like I will just always be here because I, I'm not in it for a prize or for like some sort of validation. I'm in it because I understand this is a business and I want to operate that as long as I can. You know, I'm not in it for the short term. I'm in it for the long term. And you're also like a success story where like, you're an example of like, when you're using the products, what the outcome is going to be, because I've seen all the pictures that you posted and like your pre hair was short and thin like mine. And then your post hair girl, like you are hair goals. Like, <laughs> yes, show it off. It's so <laughs> thick and so luscious. Like I pay money for hair like that. You know, like I was and people do extensions for, for hair like that. And my hair still didn't look like that. Yeah. So, you, you are a prime example of like what, why this business is successful, where, whether it's at the top or just as your individual business. And okay. I think that's honestly what drew me to you because I, I'm not going to lie. When I first heard about it back in 2018, my girlfriend sent me some samples of the hair products and I don't think that she, and and it's no fault of her. I just don't think that she fully explained to me what was going to happen when I use the hair products. And when I did my first 
wash and had shedding, I like panicked and I was like, oh my God, why am I losing so much hair? I don't want to use this product. And I didn't, and I didn't, and I didn't ever use it again. And then going into it the second time around, I think it was, it might've been during COVID. I think when I signed Mm up and hearing more from my first rep, just like, okay, like what the products are. And I had tested it and I tried it out. And then it was one of those things that I'm like, oh, like I'm not really seeing like results right away. My hair was in the worst condition my (laughs) hair has ever been. It was so thin. I had been using uh, NanoLink extensions that because my hair was already so thin, completely destroyed my hair. Like there was parts of my hair that it was only like this long in multiple different sections. It was bad. And on top of that, I was bleaching my hair for so long. It just, it just wasn't good. And then, you know, I tried it and I was kind of like, Hmm, I don't know if they're working for me, but the products last so long that I'm like, well, it's just stupid if I don't at least use it up. (laughs) It wasn't until, you know, like maybe five, six months in that I'm like, Oh, like I'm kind of seeing a difference in my hair. I was still wearing my nano links because I couldn't separate myself from them hundred <laughs> percent. My hair was so damaged. And then it wasn't until I started following you and learning more about the products that I'm like, Oh, maybe this could work for me. And like, now this is my, all of my natural hair. My boyfriend tells me all the time. He's like, I can't believe that's your hair. And I'm like, same because like my hair has never been like this ever. I love that. So yeah, it's definitely a process. I mean, yes. number one, you do want to, you know, confide in it, in an educated rep, someone who is in it in the, for the long haul. Right. So they kind of know what they're talking about, but also just trust the process. Like, like you said, like the first wash wasn't magical for you. And then after that, like you thought you were going to give up, but they are, you know, so concentrated and so special for certain reasons that like you have to give them time. So I didn't even really start seeing my like amazing results until probably about five months, which I feel like is normal for anything. Like if you, we always say, if you go to the gym once, are you going to have abs the next day? Like, nope. of course not. You, your hair is not going to wake up mermaid hair the next morning, <laughs> but it does, you know, over time give you those results. But yeah, it's definitely important to kind of be educated and give it time. (laughs) Yes. And be talking to the right people, like asking, asking questions and, and getting accurate answers and being, being realistic to be like, this is normal. Like that's Hmm. part of the process. And, and I did eyelash extensions for a while where I was actually a technician. And that was one of the things that people would always kind of argue about is they're like, Oh my God, like you did my lashes. And like, in like a week, like I have no lashes. And I'm like, yeah, but you do have lashes, but just like your hair, like you lose so many lashes every couple of days. So it is normal that you were losing lashes. Now your retention is going to be different than somebody else. Somebody else can go get their lashes done and they won't need to do a refill for four weeks. And then there's people like me where I needed to get a fill like every week and a half to two weeks. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different and you can't go off of one person's experience and be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's going to work for me. Like mm-hmm. just like, just I mean, working it's, it's, out. 
it's beauty products. Like yeah. my favorite mascara could be the one you hate the most and vice yep. versa. Like it just, people have to understand that what works for me isn't going to work the same for everybody else. Like it does for the majority of people I want to say. Yeah. And that makes, that makes total sense. Now let's talk about if somebody is interested in network marketing, what's some advice that you would give them to get started? Ooh, Okay. If you're thinking of getting started, my number one advice, and it seems so simple, is just stop thinking, right? Just stop the overthinking it. Just get in, take messy action, and just do your best. What I was thinking about earlier this morning is if you are someone who, let's say you work at a desk job and you have an interest in network marketing, even just to the extent of getting, you know, more info, then you already have something inside you like it does that desire that means that you're destined for more than that desk job yeah you know I always feel that to my core if you even have an interest in in inquiring about it then you already know that you're made for more otherwise you wouldn't be inquiring right you would just stay at your desk job and be happy and not even worry about it so the majority of people who inquire don't get started because they overthink it or they think oh i'm not going to be good enough or i don't have enough followers or i don't know how to do this like i didn't either yeah i had 700 followers which is not a lot i think for me to start out i had never posted on my social media story ever or my instagram story sorry yeah. So when I joined and they were like, oh yeah, post to Instagram. I'm like on my feed. They're like, no, your story. I'm like, what? Like I had never done it before. Um, I had no hair care experience. I had no sales experience. Like I really on paper should have failed, right? But they make it so easy for someone like me to make something amazing out of this if you just, you know, put your heart into it. So that kind of goes into my next question is when somebody is wanting to join or does join, what sort of training is offered? So somebody that doesn't have sales experience or uh, isn't maybe as tech savvy and doesn't know how to use social media to, you know, curate these really aesthetically pleasing posts. Like you have to say that because like anybody that does Monet has very aesthetically pleasing posts that they're (laughs) posting on their story and, and on their feeds. So what sort of training does, does Monat offer? Yeah. So there is, um, some from corporate and then some from your team. So you're going to have both, which is super awesome. So when you enroll, you have something called a back office and then a resource library. That library is filled. Like, I mean, filled, it's almost too much (laughs) with information on the products, on social media, on, you know, getting the word out on recruiting, on VIPs, like you name it, like everything that you ever want to know, you literally just type in the keyword and articles pop up that you can click on from corporate. Like they poured millions of dollars into their training, but I think ours is better. So (laughs) you also have, you know, the mentor in the community aspect as well. So I have my own team page with all of my personal training videos. So what we do when we have like a Zoom call is we just record that and then post it in this team page. So you can hear from people who are actually in the business, what's worked for them, you know, things that they would suggest that you do when you're new. And a lot of it, I'm going to be honest, is just trial and error. Because if you look at my content when I started, yeah. 
I don't know how anyone bought from me. I really don't because <laughs> it was awful. And I remember when I did my first live, because again, my mentors were like, get your face on live. And I'm like, oh, you're kidding. Like I was so nervous. And I literally like how I got on live and I held a bottle like this. And I was shaking <laughs> and talking about what the shampoo was. Right. And it's just, it was awful, but it, I got it done. And then I did my second one and then I did my third one. And now I can get on live and talk about anything. Like I could talk for hours. You couldn't shut me up. (laughs) And I just built confidence around that. Right. So you don't need to have all these things before you go in. You just have to have the desire to get to that point. Right. And it sounds like you guys have like quite a few different avenues to get support too. So that if you are kind of feeling those like sums and you're like, Oh, how do I improve this aspect or this aspect where it's, it seems like a very, like, I don't know, huge group of people that are willing to help each other. And, and I think that that's really nice. What is the word that I'm trying to think of? Like a, not like a girl group, but just like a group of people that is just willing to support and uplift each other because everybody's success is is shared so we have a call next week with one of my uplines who's at like the very actually she's the number one income earner in the entire company she's made over like 12 million dollars wow in the past you know six years or something right maybe seven years which is crazy but she is literally just a normal girl and she's hosting a call with with her downline and she's going to share her secrets. Like, not that she has secrets, but yeah. she's just going to share like what's working for her, like what to do for this, what to do for that. And it's like, what? You couldn't pay for a multi-million dollar earner to train you elsewhere, no. right? And we're getting this for free and she's genuinely doing it out of like the kindness of her heart because she wants to see her team do well. Like, how amazing is that? I love that. And yeah, you don't see that anywhere else. Like the CEO at the company that I'm working at is not coming and training me. No. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we don't do the same job, but like, it's just, you know what I mean? It, it's like yeah. that where, where you don't see that very often in yeah. a lot of businesses. Now, I don't have any other questions, but I want to open up the floor to you to see if there was anything that you wish I would have asked you. Ooh, I think the only other thing that I really wanted to touch on is, and it kind of fits in still with your last question about training and stuff. Yes, we have such an amazing community to support you at all times, but this is your own business. Like it really is a one person job. Like when you hit enroll, this is your business. If you don't show up, it doesn't get done. Right. As much as I can text you and and say, how's it going? What do you need help with? Like, get your posts up today. Like, I can't do that. I'm not a babysitter. Right. I'm not your mother. This is your business. So I'm really trying to build with women who just have that drive and desire to start the business and just get to work because that's what I did. I didn't have, you know, I had the resources in my back office when I joined, but I didn't really have the community aspect. I didn't have much training or much guidance from my mentor. So I did everything myself. I literally did. I I found every article I ever needed to in my back office. I I learned about the products all through the back office. And I actually, this is so funny. I earned my first trip to Vegas without knowing it. What? Not know I qualified for the trip. Okay. Want to know how I found out is one day as I do, I was looking through my back office, just trying to learn things. And I saw a link that said, 
um, reunion Vegas 2019. And I'm like, what's this? Like, it's Vegas. <laughs> so I click on it and I'm reading about the qualifications for this trip. And I'm like, I think I did that. <laughs> so, so guess what I do? I didn't even have someone like a, a sponsor to text and be like, Hey girl, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, help me out. Yeah. I call customer service. Oh my God. Literally Monet customer service. Like they don't have better things to do. <laughs> And said, hey, like, I think I qualified for this trip, but I need you to confirm with me, like, my numbers for this month to this month. And she's reading them off one by one. And I'm like, I I did it. (laughs) Oh, I have goosebumps. I love that so much. (laughs) So that's just so crazy. Like, and and I could have said, I could have quit. And I could have said, well, I didn't have any support from my sponsor. Like, she didn't tell me what to do. She didn't check in on me. She didn't help. But no it's not up to her. Like, yes, she enrolled me and it would have been great to have some help, but I'm my own freaking woman. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big girl. Okay. (laughs) I can figure it out for myself. And I knew that I wanted this bad enough that I just made it happen for myself. So I have the resources I needed. I went through them with a fine tooth comb and I qualified for that trip without knowing it. And then I just continued to build my business on my own, you know, accord. I think that's so cool. And I, I think that's crazy that you like, you didn't even know and <laughs> you called the customer service. <laughs> that's awesome. But I want to ask then how many trips have you gotten to go on? Oh, so I just last month qualified for my ninth. Wow. Yeah. Nine. Where's the best place that you've been so far? Ooh, probably Bahamas. It was really bougie. We went this past year and it was like Vegas with a beach. Like it was so bougie and so nice, but I've really honestly loved them all. It's, it's less of the destination for me and more of just the community. Like when you get together with thousands of money girls, it's so empowering. And you're like, Oh my God, like all these girls want the same things for their life, which is freedom. And, you know, time and travel and like just overall happiness of doing what you want with your own life. And we have these conferences that are just like a half day. So the rest is leisure, which is so cool. But on these half day trainings, they do recognition for women who you know, are, are the top of the charts and have enrollments and all this kind of stuff. And like, there's girls from like London and Kingston and Toronto. And I'm like, I could be one of them. Like I am one of them, you know? So that's just, it's so empowering um, to be around people like that. And you just go home with this new fire, this new ambition. And you're like, I need to share this with the world. That's how I feel about this is I have such a life-changing opportunity that I need to share. It's not even about me anymore, like building my own business. Like I'm not trying to recruit to like evilly, you know, be better than you or like make money off you. I am literally sharing out of the goodness of my heart because I know this opportunity can change lives. And I, there's nothing better than getting that text from your, your downline or your client even yep. saying, oh my God, Carly, this, I'm obsessed with this opportunity. Either it's changed my life, it's changed my hair, or even just like their first $200. Like I had an, an enrollment, enrollment last month who messaged me, oh my God, girl, my check was 300. Like what the hell? I was not expecting this. I'm like, yes. Like it just feels so good. And I know that if I can get people in that same atmosphere with me, they will feel that same fire. I love that so much. Okay, let's finish it off with our uh, this or that game. Okay, okay. So we're gonna rapid fire some stuff off. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right, makeup or skincare? Makeup. <laughs> <laughs> bb cream or foundation oh bb cream 
<laughs> mascara or lash extensions oh my god I love them both so much but I love my falsies yeah me too I can't live without them let's yeah. be real <laughs> um blush or bronzer oh <gasps> I can't pick <laughs> you have no, to both. one both okay. oh my god um bronzer <laughs> no blush I don't know <laughs> simple or glam <laughs> oh I do simple like every day but I love my glam I love my falsies so glam Glam all the way too. I I can't. Okay, now spray tan or tanning bed. Oh, I just had both last night. Um, that's why you look so bronzed and beautiful. I was wondering. I was like, hmm, she looks like she is really tanned right now. Um, beds, beds, just because the the, the warmth. Yes, I love. They just that. make you feel better. Dyed hair or natural? Natural. Really? Ooh, didn't expect that. Straight or or curly hair? World. uh blowout or naturally dry Ooh. I mean if I could do a blowout on myself I would 10 times out of 10 but I I am not coordinated with like my own hands and hair um so definitely just naturally or dry Monat products have made me coordinated enough that I can do my own blowout and like that shit is popping when I do <laughs> <Jealous>. it. <laughs> um fake nails or natural nails fake nails <laughs> Yes, girl. <laughs> Moisturizer or serum? Serum. And then the last one, face mask or face scrub? Ooh, scrub. <laughs> I love a scrub too. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to come and chat with me, help me gain some knowledge on network marketing, and hopefully, you know, uh, provide this feedback to other people so that people are more educated as well. So thank you so much, Carly. I really enjoyed this time with you. Me too. Awesome. Thank you. I always get so fired up, like talking about this. So now I just have to go work. <laughs> yes. No, of course. Well, thank you so much. And bye, Vibers. Bye. Network marketing gives you the opportunity to face your fears, deal with them, overcome them, and bring out the winner that you have living inside of you. Beautiful.